I have another message ready. I can teach out of your word. God, please don't make me tell it. Please, not one more time. It was 2001. I was in the midst of my sixth year of ministry with Wild Week summer camps. It was our last night at camp in Jacksonville, Florida, and there were hundreds of students ready to hear what they had waited for all week, my testimony. They were just dying for me to throw up on them. In other words, share my story one more time. From day one of camp and any other event, everyone always asked me the question, what night are you going to give your testimony? When are you going to share your story? My answer is normally the same, with my testimony always falling on the last night of the camp or the revival or the event. With this said, it was obvious my time had come at this particular camp to give my testimony. Unfortunately, I wasn't as ready to share my testimony as everyone else was was to hear it. So as I pled with God, I had the band Among Thorns play through a few more songs. And in fact, I think they must have played through every song they knew or had ever written. I kept waiting to hear them play Kumbaya, and I would take that as a sign that it was far past my time to be on stage. As Kumbaya was drawing dangerously near, God spoke to me. His voice was very clear and audible, but was still unmistakably clear. Freeman, which is what God always called me, the strongest sermon you preach in your life, in your life is your testimony. I sat just thinking about what God said to me. I realized that his comment to me was true for all people. The most powerful message that anyone has is his testimony or their story. Convinced, finally, that God would want me to share my testimony one more time, I knew that God had also shed new light on an old story. It was at this point I decided to look up the word testimony in the Bible. God led me to John 1, 6. Convinced finally that God did want me to share my testimony one more time, I knew that God also had shed new light on my old story. It was at this point that I decided to look up the word testimony in my Bible. God led me to John 1, 6. God sent John the Baptist to tell everyone about the light, that's Jesus, so that everyone might believe John because of his testimony or his story. God used John the Baptist's testimony to convince people that Jesus was real. The same is still true today. Though many people believe they can argue with God's word in the Bible, no one can argue with what God has done in the lives of his children. This is why our testimony is so powerful, because it can't be argued by unbelievers. Still wanting more? <laughs> I found John chapter 5, verses 31 through 38. <laughs> if I were to testify on my own behalf, my testimony would not be valid. But someone else is also testifying about me, and I can assure you that everything he says about me is true. In fact, you sent messengers to listen to John the Baptist, and he preached the truth. But the best testimony about me is not, about, is not from man, though I've reminded you about John's testimony so you might be saved. John shone brightly for a while, and you benefited and rejoiced. But I have a greater witness than John, my teaching and my miracles. They have been assigned to me by my father.
and they testify that the Father has sent me. You have never heard his voice or seen him face to face. You do not have his message in your hearts because you do not believe in the one who's and the one he sent to you. That's Jesus. It is important to understand that during biblical times, it was vital to have two witnesses or two testimonies regarding a matter. In these verses in which Jesus is speaking, Christ declares himself to have the ultimate testimony. Having two testimonies with the testimony of John the Baptist concerning Jesus and Christ's testimony regarding himself, we are valid in knowing that God is who he says he is.